Hey everyone, and welcome back to the newest edition of the Swoop Radio Station here. It's your boy, Josh Sanchez. And man, what a week has it been so far in the sporting world. Right now it's Thursday, so the Masters is starting today. But how about the NBA real quick? Today I'm going to do two sporting topics. I'm going to talk about Dirk Nowitzki, and I'm also going to talk about Dwayne Wade, because for everyone that knows... Dirk Nowitzki and Dwayne Wade retired, officially retired after the end of the season, and they played their final games with their franchises. Dirk Nowitzki, obviously, you want to talk about one of the most loyal players in the game, one of the most consistent players. He's literally like the last person to actually win an NBA championship, like win a legit NBA championship with no other all-stars on his team. For, for those who do not remember, in the 2011-2012 season, uh, Dirk Nowitzki uh, shocked the world as the Dallas Mavericks upsetted the Miami Heat in a six-game series. The Miami Heat obviously had prime LeBron, prime D-Wade, and prime Chris Bosh. And Dirk Nowitzki, literally, his signature moment was that game two of the finals. The Heat were winning 88-73. to with like six minutes left in the fourth quarter. It looked like the Heat were just going to steamroll the Mavs and be up 2-0 in the series. And that's when Dirk, vintage Dirk, went off. And he scored every single, he scored all the team's points in that stretch. And the Mavericks won and upsetted the Heat. And that really put a statement in the series. And that was the signature game that really got the Mavericks going in that series. But Dirk Nowitzki... Obviously, he's one of the best all-time. He scored over 31,000 points. That ranks him sixth all-time. Uh, I know he passed Will Chamberlain. He's only He was only a couple hundred away from MJ. He was less than 1,000 points away from Michael Jordan. But obviously, you know, like, once, like, you don't have it anymore in terms of, like, athleticism and, and like, it's just not the same. But Dirk will always, his signature shot will always be that signature fadeaway with the leg kick. Literally, all the other players are taking his move now, and that's been one of the most signature moves in all of professional basketball and in sports in general. That signature fadeaway with the one kick. Dallas is going to have to make a huge statue of him doing the one kick because he really put Dallas on the map uh, during his time. During his time with Dallas, his career points per game was twenty point seven. He is a fourteen-time All Star. He is, again, a 2010-2011 NBA champ, 12-time All-NBA teams. He made 12 All-NBA teams. And, again, his playoffs, he went to the playoffs with the Mavericks for 15 seasons, 15 straight seasons in a run where Dallas, they had a lot of ups and they have had a lot of downs. Their ups was going to two NBA finals. Their downs were they, they lost in the first round like eight or nine times out of the 15 times that they run for the playoffs, they lost in the first round. And it just shows you like, you got to stay consistent with the game. You can't, every season is going to be a new hurdle. Like Dallas was up 2-0 against the, the Dwayne Wade and the Miami Heat in 06. And then vintage Wade went off and the Heat ended up defeating the Mavericks. But, that, but Dirk got his revenge when it mattered most. A team, again, with no all-stars other than Dirk Nowitzki. Yeah, he had great role players. He had Jason Kidd. He had 
uh, Jason Terry. He had Tyson Chandler. He had great role players around him. But come on, guys. Dirk is the only all-star on the team going up against three all-stars in, and three all-NBA players in Bosh, Wade, and LeBron. And to win, to, to win that finals, that was Dirk's signature moment, and that was his best uh, moment. And to, to bring a championship to a city of Dallas that's not really known for a basketball city, it, just, it shows you that Dirk's impact. He is probably one of the best foreign players. I, I think he's right up there as, as the top foreign player. There's a case for him or Akeem Olajuwon or, or many others. But in terms of his impact, like Dirk scored over 31,000 points. He made 14 all-star appearances. He won a ring by himself. And he's been to two finals. Like that, that right there separates him from other players. And people need to put some respect on Dirk Nowitzki because he's not really known for like his like athletic uh, as like his athleticism. He's always been known as a great footwork. He's a seven foot scorer. He really changed the game. He's that classic stretch four or that stretch five that can hit the three, deadly three point shooter. Deadly, deadly in the post. His footwork was was one of the best. He has he had one of the best footworks of any player. If you want to watch Dirk, watch his footwork every time he's in the post. But during his title run, Dirk averaged twenty seven point seven points a night, eight rebounds, and three assists. But that that just shows you his impact again with the Dallas team. He put Dallas on the map. And he showed everyone that you can win on a franchise by yourself. You can, if you're loyal to your franchise, they will they will reward you with the best of love. And unlike Wade, unlike Wade announcing that in the beginning of the season, what Dirk Nowitzki did was he waited to literally like his last game to announce that he officially retired because that's just the type of person he is. He's not a type of person that needs all the attention. He he's just he's a classic workaholic, great pro. And he literally spent all of his fran- all of his years with one franchise. Kobe was loyal, and and Dirk was loyal. That's one thing I loved about those two players. In an era where you see players leave to join friends and and to be part of super teams, you see guys like Dirk. You see guys like Kobe play for over twenty years with one franchise, and it just shows you loyalty really means a lot in this world. And more people need to develop loyalty. And you can learn that from Dirk. You can learn that from Kobe. If if you're loyal to your fan base and you're loyal to the to your franchise, the sky's the limit. And I know franchises also have messed up in the past. Like I know the Raptors messed up with DeMar DeRozan. They really messed up with him. But Dirk is a class act and showed everyone that you can be loyal on a team and you can win a championship by yourself. And that's why Dirk is one of the best players of all time. Whether wherever you rank him, that's on you. But Dirk is right; should be right up there with the top as one of the best big men, one of the best foreign players to ever play the game. But what do you guys think? Feel free to call into the station and voice your opinion. You can check out Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play on the Anchor app. All you have to do is search Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. And yeah, Dirk even dropped thirty on his final home game uh, against the Phoenix Suns, and he also hit his last shot of his career classic fadeaway that is Dirk for you but I hope you guys have a good one stick around I'm going to talk about Dwayne Wade next and then I'm going to conclude with Magic Johnson and with mental health but you're listening to Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez
Hey everyone, and welcome back to the second topic of today's Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. Earlier, I talked about Dirk Nowitzki announcing his retirement and him playing his final game. Now I'm going to transition to another NBA player that you want to talk about one of the best shooting guards of all time. That is Dwayne Wade. Man, like to think that he's retiring as well. I mean, as a kid, I grew up watching these guys. I grew up watching Dirk. I grew up watching Kobe. I grew up watching LeBron, watching Wade, watching Durant, watching Curry, watching all these guys. And you're starting to see, like, before I get into Dwayne Wade, like Mello, Paul, James, and Wade all, all, have, all, all have played in the league for at least 12, 13 seasons. And it's just like, man, like, I'm really starting to feel like one of the old heads watching the game, like, like people that always talk about how Michael's way better than LeBron, and I'm one of those that that I will give the past the benefit of the doubt. But it's like you're seeing all these guys grow, and you're just becoming more wise with the game, and you're understanding the game more and more as years progress. But man, this guy Dwayne Wade, three-time champion, one-time scoring champion, uh, one-time scoring champion, and I believe in that. I believe Dwayne Wade should have won an MVP award in the 2008-2009 season where he was putting up 30 a night. I know the MVP went to, I, I, I forget what of the MVPs, like it went to, Le, it was either Wade or LeBron and they gave it to LeBron, but I would have given it to Dwayne Wade because he had, he had, he had a higher scoring average. He was the scoring champion. He's a 13-time All-Star, three-time NBA champ. And again, you want to talk about loyalty, another player that's just so loyal to his franchise he did have a little stint where he went to Cleveland and Chicago, but other than that, he played he played with Miami for 12 pretty much 12 of his 13 seasons. I know he started uh, the season with Cleveland, but then he came back to Miami. But like that just shows you like like loyalty. Loyalty will get you far in life. And this guy averaged 22 points a game, Wade averaged 22 points a night. Uh, for his career, Dwayne Wade scored over 23,000 points. He's had He has the record for most shot blocks ever by a guard at 885. He beat Michael Jordan this past year. Michael's right behind him, but <laughs> Wade got him on that one. And again, what his signature moment was, from all the buzzer beaters he hit to dunking on Verjao, I, I will never forget that dunk Dwayne Wade had. Because me, like, I'm not a tall guy. Like, I'm 5'6", so it's like, I love it when I see little guards just dominate the game. Like, Isaiah Thomas, I, I loved how he played. It, it, I think Boston did him dirty. But anyway, when Wade dunked on Verja, I was like, ooh, ooh, man. Because in that game, it was like Wade versus LeBron. This is it. Like, yeah, Wade was the fifth pick of the 2003 draft. LeBron was the first pick. Like, you got two top five picks going at it, two Hall of Fame players going at it. Because Wade, Wade and Dirk are also going to be first ballot Hall of Famers. And I think it's also funny that Wade and Dirk also retired at the same year. Those guys have been going at it for years. So I just think it's a, like a, the cherry on top to a perfect career for both of them. But anyway, Wade, like you want to talk about special. That 06 finals when he took on Dirk Nowitzki being down 0-2. Dwayne Wade averaged over 40 points for the rest of the series after the first two games. You want to talk about leadership, like Wade won that series. Yeah, he had Shaquille O'Neal, but Shaq was not the same player. The fact that Wade averaged over 40 in those last four games, or when the Heat won the last four games of the series, 
that shows you right there his legacy. That was his defining moment. Because Shaq was a great player. We all know Shaq's a Hall of Famer, one of the most dominant players to ever play the game. But Wade won that series. Let's be honest. Dwayne Wade won that series. He brought the chip to Miami. And even his buzzer beaters, beaters this year, where he's jumping on the score table, like, like Miami is his city. Just like how Dallas is Dirk City, Miami is Wade City. It, Dwayne Wade can get drinks anywhere he wants to, <laughs> and he'll be great. But another signature moment in his career was after the 2010-2011 finals when, when the Heat lost to the Mavericks, like Wade, Dwayne Wade realized that LeBron needs to be aggressive. LeBron is the better player. So I need to let LeBron run this team. The city will always be Dwayne Wade's city. And, and the Heat, when you think of the Heat, you will always think of Dwayne Wade. That's just how the, the love, he's never going to stop getting love there. But his biggest sacrifice, and again, showing loyalty to LeBron by taking steps back. Yeah, this may be my franchise, but you are the better player. You need to run this team. By taking steps back and doing that, from, from becoming an alpha to a beta, that, that shows again how mentally strong Wade is and just how much of a good guy Dwayne Wade is. He's a father of two. He has his. He literally has relationship goals. Like him and his wife are a power couple. They work hard together. Like that's how you want to spread the message to people. Finding that one special person, living the life how you want to live and ha and raising a family and, and loving your family. Like I know Dwayne Wade's son is going to be, he's going to make the NBA someday as well. So like that just shows you the tribute video was so special. They talked about three acts of Dwayne Wade's career. He also dropped 30 against my Sixers um, in his farewell. And Dwayne Wade also had a triple-double last night in Brooklyn, 25 points, 11 assists, and 11 rebounds. So that just shows you right there, Wade, that's his sixth triple-double of his career. Dwayne Wade is a class act. In my opinion, I think he's a top-five shooting guard of all time. Wherever you rank him is on him. It goes Michael and Kobe, and then I, the rest is history for me. But Dwayne Wade, three-time champion, 13-time All-Star, scoring champion, he should have won MVP one of the years. He should have an MVP under his belt. But that's another argument for today. But what do you guys think? Feel free to call into the station and voice your opinion. You can check out Sweep Radio with Josh Sanchez on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and on the Anchor app. All you have to do is search Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. I hope you guys have a wonderful day out there. Stick around. I'm going to talk about Magic Johnson and the mental aspect of why he chose the way how he did. But you're listening to Swoop Radio with your boy, Josh Sanchez. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the third topic and mental health topic of today's Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. Earlier, I talked about Dirk Nowitzki and Dwayne Wade both retiring from the game of basketball. Man, I'm shedding a tear as I'm saying this on this podcast because I grew up watching these guys and seeing their whole careers evolve, evolve into the players that they have become. Just wow. But anyway, transitioning to another sporting topic, I can relate this to mental health perfectly. Magic Johnson, former Lakers president of operations for the Lakers, president of operations for the Lakers, he officially announced that he needs to step down from the position 
because he realized that there's just too many standards and there's too many rules to follow and he can't truly be himself. And for Magic Johnson to really come and realize that shows that his mental health is one of the best in in like is like is a perfect example of how you need to view your mental health. Because obviously, he like ha- being in the position of president of operations for your team, you can literally do whatever you want. You can fire the coach whenever you want, you can trade for players whenever you want. You can pretty you pretty much have the power to run the team. And what happened was Magic Johnson just couldn't be him, him, himself in the position. Like he had moments where he was trying to talk with Ben Simmons about working on his game. He got penalized for that. He also got penalized for talking to Anthony Davis. He got penalized for talking to um to uh, to marquee free agents because he's trying to get these free agents next year. And that's just the rules that you have to follow as a president of a team, as a GM of the team. You have to follow those rules. You cannot tamper. And Magic Johnson got tired of it. He realized like it comes down to being happy at the end of the day and finding that true happiness. And with Magic Johnson, his happiness is just finding him is just being himself. He's a five-time champion with the with the Los Angeles Lakers. He loves working with players. He loves helping out athletes. Because again, anywhere any anywhere to pr- improve their game, I think Magic Johnson and Ben Simmons I think Ben Simmons needs this a lot because there's some things that he needs to work on in his game if he wants to take the next step. And I believe that Magic Johnson can help him because a lot of the players, they're, they're very similar in the way how they play the game. But I will, but mentally, what that takes is it takes a lot of understanding what you want in your life. And a lot of people are so focused on either making money. If you want to make money, then that's what you want to do. If you want to be happy in your life and while making money, you need to find something that's going to make you happy, regardless of the money. Like there's pros and cons to everything. Like, yeah, Magic Johnson had all the power in the world. So some people are going to sit up here and say, why would you turn it down? Like, are you crazy? Like, why would you turn that down? I would dream to be the president of the Los Angeles Lakers. But the league has a lot of pressures that just that just puts a lot of emphasis and and like it can definitely lower some people's mental health and makes them not really feel like they're them true selves. And what Magic Johnson was lacking during his time as a president was he was missing he was lacking like what makes him Magic Johnson, like his compassion, his his leadership, his his dedication to the game of sport of the sporting world magic johnson was constantly just running around and he couldn't really focus on the team he's constantly going from place to place to place and not really focusing on what makes him happy and it's good and for that to happen for people people have to sit back take a couple steps back and reflect on yourself what do i want to like what makes me happy and so many people just focus on the dream goal and getting to that goal and 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 doing stuff for money or doing stuff because like doing stuff for fame. Like if you take steps back and just realize to yourself, like what makes me happy? If I want to help people, how can I help people in a way that I'm not going to get in trouble if I help people? Like that's the steps that Magic Johnson took. He, he reflected on himself. He taught you, he, he assessed what makes him happy, what does not make him happy. He assessed what the problem was 
and he acknowledged that, yeah, this is a problem. I know that me stepping back, a lot of people are going to feel this way, but this is for my best self. This is for myself. It's not selfish if you think about yourself. It's not. And the people need to get over that. Like, you, like your health is important in every relationship you're with, with every job, with every anything you choose in life. The way how you feel about things is important. And that's what Magic Johnson did a very good job with. And he's a perfect example. If you are in a workplace where you're not happy at your workplace, I'm not saying drop your job immediately, but assess what you want in life, what you value. Start looking at other companies that have that same message as you. And then you can plan with the other company and then you leave the other like the other job because you got to have fallback options just in case if things don't work. But doing what makes you happy, that's what Magic Johnson showed by stepping down as the Lakers president and as a mental health expert and as a person that loves to talk about sports psychology, I love this. This is a perfect example of what athletes need to do as well. If they are pressured in the game or if they feel like they have no love for the game, take a step back, reassess what makes you happy. Why did you get this to the first, like why did you choose to play this in the first place? And just reassess yourself. If you need to take a couple months off, take a couple months off. People are going to give you um, anger. They're going to show you anger and stuff towards it, but they don't understand the true you. And again, at the end of the day, it comes down to your self-love. It's your life. It's however you're going to live your life. That's that's on you. But what do you guys think? Feel free to call into the station and voice your opinion. You can check out Soup Radio with Josh Sanchez on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and on the Anchor app. All you have to do is search Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. I hope you guys have a wonderful day. I hope you guys enjoyed Swoop Radio today. But this is Josh signing off. Swoop! Swoop!